We want to turn our eyes on the power of prayer. Why do we pray? You ever thought about that? Why do you pray? Why, why do we come to church? Why, why when we're going through a difficult time? Why before our meals? Why, why do we tilt our heads down, close our eyes, fold our hands? We often lift our voices or pray in our hearts to an invisible God we've never seen before. And we, we share what's burdening our hearts. Why do we pray? And the answer is one simple word. Faith. We pray because we have faith. We pray because we have a personal confidence that there is a God in heaven that hears our prayers and we believe he can do something about what we're praying for. Do you agree with that? Listen, it's personal for us. I've got friends that don't believe. I've got family that don't believe. I've got people that say, why are you constantly calling upon God? Maybe God gave this to him. Why, why are you calling upon God? Because I have a personal, deep down, in my heart, confidence based upon what I've read in here, based upon what I've experienced in here, that there is a real God. We sang in the song, I lift my eyes up. My help comes from the Lord. We, we have a true confidence that can't be shaken in a God that is up in heaven that hears our prayers. The Bible says in 1 John 5, verse 14, love this passage, and this is the confidence. Man, at a time when there's so much doubt and we're not sure, the Bible says we can have confidence this, this is the confidence we have in Him that if we ask anything according to His will, He heareth us. And we know, is another confident word, we know that he, he hear us. And if we know that He hear us whatsoever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we desired of Him. See, God hears our prayer. When you pray, God hears you. Do you know that? sometimes maybe it feels like your prayers aren't getting through the ceiling or through the roof. The Bible says you have a confidence that God hears your prayer. He's listening to you. And if we ask things according to his will, the Bible says not only does he hear us, but he gives us the petitions, the things that we ask for. But what about the things we don't know are in God's will? That's the question, isn't it? What if we don't have a confidence that that's for sure what God wants to happen. What, what do we do? Is, does the Bible give any instruction about our prayers? In Matthew chapter 7, Jesus taught us about prayer. And I just want to remind you that as Christians, the Bible talks about go and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And then it says, teaching them to observe whatsoever I have commanded you. Christians follow what Jesus taught. This is what Jesus taught. He said this, Ask, and it shall be given you. Seek, and ye shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. For every one that asketh receiveth, and he that seeketh findeth. And to him that knocketh it shall be opened. Or what man is there of you, whom if his son ask bread, will he give him a stone? Or if he asks a fish, will he give him a serpent? If ye then, being evil, know how to give good gifts unto your children, how much more shall your Father which is in heaven give good things to them that ask him? Jesus taught the disciples and Jesus teaches us 
that we need to ask. Tell God what we want in order for us to receive. If you don't ask, you don't receive. And by the way, Jesus taught us a little bit about who we're asking. He said if uh, us being evil or us being sinners, if we know what it's like to have a desire to gift your children good things. Do we have parents in here? I know we have parents in here. You have a desire that you want your kids to have the best. You want your kids to have what they need. You want your kids to experience life to the fullest. And he says if, if we know how to do that as being evil or being sinners, don't we think God in heaven can do much better than us? Do you believe that? When we pray, we're praying to a good father, not a distant God that doesn't care, a good father who loves his children. Not only did Jesus teach us to ask, but he taught us to keep on asking. Did you know that? In Luke chapter 11, I want to read this to you. He said unto them, which of you shall have a friend? Shall go unto him at midnight and say unto him, friend, lend me three loaves. For a friend of mine in his journey has come unto me, and I have nothing to set before him. And he from within shall answer and say, Trouble me not, the door is now shut, and my children are with me in bed, and I cannot rise and give thee. I say unto you, though he will not rise and give him because he is his friend, yet because of his importunity he will rise and give him as many as he needeth. There's a story that says, If you come and ask and you get a no answer, what do you do? Keep asking. It's hard to keep asking. It's hard to keep asking. But the Bible says keep asking. And and likens God unto that that person with importunity. That means you just continually go back and back and back and ask God and tell him what you want. And we're going to exercise that here tonight. So what are we doing here tonight? We're doing three things tonight. Here's what we're going to be doing. Number one, we are burden bearing. We are burden bearing. Galatians 6.2 tells us, Bear ye one another's burdens, and so fulfill the law of Christ. We recognize that there are people in our church family who are carrying a heavy load. And when we pray for them, we're lifting that load with them. Logan has a heavy load. Jason Paulson has a heavy load. I have a prayer list, two pages long, of people that have a heavy load load. And when you pray for them, you're bearing their burdens. And we do that together. Bear ye one one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. The second thing we're doing here tonight is we're asking God for miracles. Asking God for miracles. Listen to this in Mark 10, verse 51. Jesus answered and said unto him, speaking to a blind man, he says, what wilt thou that I should do unto thee. The blind man said unto him, Lord, that I may receive my sight. And Jesus said unto him, Go thy way, thy faith hath made thee whole. And immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus in the way. You've got to ask yourself, and we have to ask ourselves, if we truly believe that God can work miracles. Do you believe that? Jesus healed the blind man. He asked him what he wanted. He said, I want to be healed, and he healed the blind man. In John chapter 4, Jesus heals a nobleman's son, and he didn't even have to be present 
The nobleman's son was off somewhere else. In Mark chapter 1, Jesus healed a leper that simply asked to be made clean. According to their faith, he allowed this healing. In Matthew chapter 5, Jesus healed a centurion's paralyzed servant. And the, the centurion said, listen, Jesus, I understand what it means to be a man under authority. And if I tell people to go, they go. And if I tell people to do this, they do this. Jesus, you have authority over this disease. You have authority over this sickness. Just tell it to go. That's what we're asking for. A miracle is something only God can do. You think of that woman with the issue of blood. The Bible says that for 12 years, she was trying to find a solution. 12 years, that's a really long time. She spent all her money. She, she went to all the best doctors that she could afford. Nobody had a solution. But when she came to Jesus, Jesus got the job done. You understand? That's what we're asking for. We're asking God for miracles tonight. The third thing we're doing here tonight is we're exercising our faith. We're exercising our faith. It's like a muscle. Got to work that thing out sometimes. Exercise your faith. Hebrews 11, 1 tells us now faith is the substance of things hoped for. Sub substance, it's something you can touch. It's, it's something physical you can, you can hold on to. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. How do you have evidence of something that you can't see, something you're hoping for. When you're praying for these people, when you're praying for Logan, when you're praying for Jason, when you're praying for anybody, when you're praying for yourself, we're hoping for healing. We're hoping for an answer. There's something we can see, and we can only see it by faith. And when we pray, it's an evidence of our faith. Pastor Dave talked about praying in faith. Uh, this time I'm going to invite the, uh, the students to come up here. Pastor Bryce, head up here. I'm going to finish what I have to say, but I want to invite you up. Or Pastor Bryce, you coming up on your own? Okay. They're coming? Come on up, guys. We pray. Let's go back to that question I asked at the beginning. Why? The base reason for us to bow our heads, close our eyes, and lift our petitions to God is simply because we believe he can. We have a confidence. We have a faith. And we're going to evidence that faith by prayer. People that don't have faith don't pray. But we are going to pray by faith.